Welcome back. Right here, right now. It's Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television, Forest Wood <laughs> Cup Day 2, 2018 edition. And uh, I think everybody knows who America's favorite fisherman is. Hey, it's good to be here, man. I'll tell you what, this is a great event out here. You know, we're, uh, we're into the second day now. They're going to be cutting back to the top 10 after today. And boy, this tournament's close. Yeah, absolutely. Give it up for Jimmy Houston. <laughs> yes. Whoa! Oh, listen to that. All right, all right, wow. all right. You feel like you're at a rock concert right now, Jimmy? Well, I tell you what, I live a rock concert, man. That's what it is. That's my life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more fun than stomping baby chickens. <laughs> I guess that would be fun. Uh, well, I'm not, you know, we have a big Tyson plant not too far down the road, so you gotta got to be careful, kind of careful about that. So you got a side job? I, a couple years ago, a couple years ago, some guys at Tyson actually got in trouble for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Save the chickens, kill the seals. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of strange to me. They were having a good time stomping baby chickens, and, and yet what are they going to do with the chickens anyway? We're going to eat them. You know, em. they're going to eat them anyhow, so I mean, I, I don't know. I guess they're just uh, something about a baby chicken. <laughs> What are you even saying? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They really got. They really got in trouble for that. We did a big Tyson plant not too far from here. Yeah. They work 24 hours a day down there. The chickens work all the time. The chickens are really committed to their job. All they got to do is be chickens. Yeah, that's, yeah, it. that's they right. Got it easy, you know. That's right. Until they right. get stomped. Yeah, no, they're they're committed, especially those friars. They're really committed to their job. The the uh, the the, uh, the laying hens are just dedicated. Yeah, you know, you figure if you have ham and eggs for breakfast, that the the, the pig is committed to his job. The, the, the chicken is just dedicated. It's a her. vicious cycle, Jimmy. That's it. She's dedicated. That's it's all. a That's vicious all. cycle. America's. I thought we was talking about fishing. <laughs> no, we don't really talk too much about fishing. You know that about this show. We talk about everything. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, talking about fishing, the term America's favorite fisherman, how, how, did, that, how did that come about? Well, actually, we sort of started that ourselves. Like and, the Rolling uh, Stones did the world's greatest yeah, rock and roll exactly band. That's exactly right. You know, uh, and, and we stole that, not from the Stones, uh, <laughs> but we really stole that from Ted Turner. If you will remember uh, a long time ago, uh, channel when TBS out of Atlanta was a small channel out of actually out of North Carolina, and uh, he moved that station to Atlanta simply because I think he was in Charlotte. And he moved it to, uh, and, and it was TBS, Turner Broadcasting Systems, TBS, and and he put it, he put it, made it available nationwide. He was one of the first, actually the first station that was available nationwide, and uh, and he started calling that. Uh, he started, and, he, and they, they owned the, he owned the Atlanta Braves, and uh, and he started calling the Atlanta Braves America's team. Right. And they weren't America's team. They weren't very good at all back in those days. <laughs> but because of the fact that he ran the Atlanta Blaze on his station, uh, they became America's team because they were available all over the nation. And a lot of right. areas that did not have Major League Baseball, uh, they, they followed the Braves because they could see them on television every Same day. as the Cubs and with the WGN. They, they followed. The Cubs, the Cubs did that later on. But Ted Turner started calling the Atlanta Braves. Uh, on channels uh, uh, TBS out of which is channel 17 out of uh, out of Atlanta, started calling them America's America's team, and uh, 
And, and, you know, we started our fishing show back 43 years ago. Wow. And uh, so we were fishing, had been fishing tournaments, had good success at that. But uh, so we just started from the get-go calling America's favorite fishermen. Dude, and, what? That's and, genius. And, and it, it uh, I'm not, I don't know if it's genius, but it worked. No, it is. And, like uh, Muhammad and, Ali, and, and, I am the greatest. It, it's the it, same principle. Yeah. And so, and, you know, outdoor riders picked that up. Uh, Everyone picked that up, and we did, did interviews. We talked to people around. Uh, that's how they started introducing me. And, and over a period of time, we perhaps became that, certainly the most recognizable fisherman maybe in the world because of my goofy Donald Trump hair, uh, which he <laughs> likes, by the way. I he, heard. He, I he, heard he, about he, that. He told, yeah. he told me he liked my yeah, hair. I heard you sold him a Ranger, and, too. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. I, I, I gave him a real good deal on it. You know, uh, if it would have been an airplane, the same price, I figured it would have been about 70 or $80 million. So I sold him, <laughs> I sold him that brand-new that brand uh, 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 Ranger boat. I sold it to him for $312,000, which I thought was That's a fair. really good It's very buy. fair. He asked me, he said, what's these boats running? I said, they run about a meal. But for you, Mr. Prez, Got a deal for you. Got it. You know, under his yearly, yearly yeah. salary. And I, yeah. you know, I, I told him we'd give him a take a tank of gas and fill it up with Pennzoil Marine. Why not? Time. Why not? Boom. <laughs> Hashtag Pennzoil Marine. Hey, we put shell gas, Pennzoil Marine. In. He's, ready, he's ready to rock and roll. He's ready to rock and roll. You know who else is subscribing to your uh, theory of, uh, of marketing? Joe Opager from FLW over here. He actually has the most awesome FLW employee is under his title right now. Did you know that? I thought he was the most awesome employee. Well, he is. Yeah, absolutely. Super Joe is what we call him. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Super Super Joe. Joe. Hashtag Super Joe. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's right there, man. 43 years yeah, it's television. A long, it's a long time. That's better I, than Seinfeld. Yeah, I started when I was twelve. You know, <laughs> uh, you, you know, really and truly, uh, when you look at uh, the top longest running shows on television, period, not outdoor shows, but just shows, period. Uh, Bill Dance and Roland Martin and myself are three of the top, probably now the top four or five shows. I think maybe. Uh, maybe General Hospital might go back a little bit. The only ones that beat us out a few years ago, I haven't seen the list lately, but uh, the only ones that beat us out a few years ago was some of the soap. Uh, the soap opera. Soap opera shows, wow. All My Children, and, and some of those have gone away. Some of those have quit. Uh, so mm-hmm. we, but, but within, within a doubt, the top six or seven shows. Longest-running shows in the nation. And I think the most enjoyable to watch, too. Amazing. I'm just saying that's a personal opinion. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Jimmy, uh, uh, Brian the Carpenter from the Ike Live Show wants to know who was the influence for your haircut. <laughs> I had no influence at all for this haircut. It, I, I just always wore original. it this way. And, uh, and you know, uh, uh, our president is wearing his this way because his is like mine. It uh, it's thinning in places, and but he he moves his in several different directions to get it all covered up. And but he likes it. I told him I liked his hair, and he said I really like yours. It was uh, yeah. tested in a wind tunnel. Yeah, yes. you know, you know, I um, I got to thinking, uh, and it was I've always you know from day one I thought Donald Trump's hair and mine were, were pretty kooky and pretty similar and and pretty wild, but. Uh, but and I, I got to thinking up there. I said, "Well, you know, he's got a lot more expensive hairdresser than I do." But then I got to thinking, my hairdresser is my first wife of fifty uh, some odd years. 
So my hairdresser is definitely much more expensive than his. Yes. I don't care what, I don't care what we're paying to keep his hair looking good. Yeah. I've, I've been under house arrest to the same moment for 54 years. I saw your ankle bracelet yeah, when I'm, you walked in. I'm house arrest, 54 years. It was beeping. Yeah. I saw it, right? You me. have violated. There's no doubt about it. You violated, Jimmy. Dude, I mean, it's, it's not often that that people get to experience uh well let me rephrase this there are heroes in every sport there are heroes in every sport and in the sport of bass fishing you are definitely a hero man the influence that you have had over the masses over the years is 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 just unfathomable has that ever sunk into you, the message that Jimmy Houston has carried? Well, not not the way that you, you're putting it there, obviously. But, uh, you know, we have been doing what we've been doing for a long, long time. We've been on, uh, we were on ESPN for 20 years. We're on the Discovery Channel, CBS Sports, WFN Pursuit Net, uh, Channel right now. Just to name a few. Uh, yeah, we're on 14 <laughs> different networks. So we've been around. We've, we've gone through many different generations of fishermen. And, uh, and, and really because of that, and the, the longevity, we have a lot of fans. And the other thing that's really made a difference with us is we've never taken the, the game of bass fishing too seriously. I mean, it's a right. fun game to us. We do, we do play tournaments. We still play tournaments at the top level with FLW. Not nearly as well as we used to play tournaments. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, we still, you know, uh, uh, I didn't do it this year, but, I, you know, anymore I usually make the money about half the time. And, but, you know, you get a check in FLW now, $10,000 minimum. So, uh, you know, you, you make the money half the time. It's still pretty good, pretty good money. But, uh, but, but we've always taken a fun approach to the game, and, and I think that's really made a difference in, in uh, the popularity we've had. We've never staged anything on television. You know, one of the big things on television nowadays is reality show. Ours was a reality show 43 years ago. Sure. It's true. Before anyone, there wasn't even a word reality television. Right. And uh, that's what fishing shows really are. Uh, we've never staged or hooked on a fish. We've caught every fish live all those 43 years. And, and, and I think that's uh, part of the popularity of it. And, uh, and the other thing is we work really hard. I still do 100 personal appearances a year. Uh, we're very accessible to the public. We're very accessible to all of the media and have always been. And uh, we enjoy being with the people. And, uh, and I think that, that transcends to the people kind of enjoys being with us. And that's why we've 100%. been able to, to do what we've been doing all these years. And, uh, and, you know, we're playing a great game. We're playing a game that uh, is a passion for a lot of people. It's a pastime for a lot of people. It's just a weekend out for a lot of folks. But it's a game that about three or four out of every ten Americans love to do is fishing. So, sure. you know, you can't really go too much wrong right there. You, I mean, you can't. I don't know anything that really is hardly any much more fun is that than maybe sex. And you, well, and, that's true, 100% <laughs> well, more and, fun. And, 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 hey, yeah. you, I, you can fish all day. You can day, do all that in the same day. <laughs> hey, you can fish all day. That's yeah. True. yeah. You can fish yeah. all day. <laughs> or you can just still leave it right there. Have you ever tried fishing and sex at the same time? Uh, I think I'll pass on that question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'll pass on that question. Understandably so. <laughs> Understandably so. Jimmy, I want Ranger, to Ranger Bass Boats are, have mighty comfortable seats and carpet in them. I'm just going to say they that. They sure do. <laughs> you heard it there. <laughs> you heard it right there. Jimmy, uh, uh, speed. I got one problem w- with you, Jimmy. I'm going to tell you. Okay? Don't well, that's that. You got, <laughs> if you've only got one, you're a lot better than most. Yeah, I, I, I constantly ask you. I've asked you on the phone. I've asked you when you've been on the show a million times. 
when are you going to bring back the bell bottoms, the amazing <laughs> belt buckle, With the, the butterfly collar, the rhinestones? You tell me, I'm going to do it, Pat. I'm going to uh, do yeah, it. Yeah, we, we probably need You know, the next time I it's qualify, time. next time I qualify for the NFLW championship, I might just do that. We might do a retro look there yes. and go back to that. I think that'd be kind of cool. Could you imagine uh, you roll uh, in in a 1976 Ranger boat? Hey, hey. dude. You know, I, I used to uh, I used to pull my bass boat, my Ranger bass boat, back in the days that I, I dressed like you're talking about. I know there. you did. We had white, not 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 khaki colored pants, but white, snow white. Yeah, white pants with uh, stars and stripes down the side of them. Stripes, yeah, and I mean stars, red, white, and blue stars down the side of those. The embroidery down the side of those pants. They were bell bottoms, uh, like you like you're talking about. Uh, I actually pulled my Ranger boat in those days with a. Uh, with a lipstick red, with a white uh, leather top that was fashionable back in those days. Yeah, yeah. A white leather top, Lincoln Continental Mark IV. No. Yes, evil <laughs> like uh, evil. That's, uh, that's what I. That's what I pulled my bass boat with. I think with. that's what bass fishing needs. Yeah, it uh, is, Jimmy. A little style. You, you know, you know. A couple of years ago, we qualified for the FLW Championship. The oldest fisherman to ever qualify for the championship. And I, I, I thought I would do it again, but I haven't the last couple of years. But. Uh, if we qualify for the FLW championship again, we might just do that. We, <laughs> might, we might just show up. Can you a, promise a me, little, please? I, promise me. I don't know make that a I, commitment. I don't know that I can make that commitment, but that is a great idea. I'm we calling Chris. We don't this. want to let it out that that's going to happen because we sure want to kind of show up as a surprise that that might. But, but that, you got to give Stray Cass and Pat Renwick credit. I will, I will give you. I will give you all the credit, Pat. You no got to dance with it. who brung you? No doubt about it. But uh, the retro. <laughs> The retro look FLW championship. I think it Dude, might be cool. We, we might even we might even get a vest, so patches on it. Yes, we got all these fancy hundred two hundred dollar tournament shirts now. Yeah, uh, with that everybody's wearing, and uh, we might go back and uh, and get the the vest with uh, that patches would be on a it. total left hook because and, uh, if you show up in that, then all these people around here that are wearing tournament jerseys. They're going to go to the whole retro look. <laughs> They're going to get He's some a trendsetter. Can, that might be pretty cool. That might be pretty cool. It's you know, my buddy Eric Jackson that owns Jackson Kayaks. Yeah, Eric's awesome. Yeah, with the Eric, Eric wears uh, coveralls. You know, That's the coveralls awesome. will come along before we even started putting patches on vest and, and shirts. So on patches, the people started with the coveralls and they'd sew a, 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 a BASS patch on there. And then if they got a sponsor, they'd sew that on there. And, and uh, the guys that uh, were kind of wanting to look like pro fishermen in those days, We'd get a lot of patches, and they would sew it oh, yeah. on, and they would it's look awesome. like they had a lot of sponsors. And it's awesome. They had none. They Cream just worms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they, they were go doing way back. Too. They own, they own Gator patches. grip. They own patches, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but nowadays, fortunately, uh, folks pay for all these names on these shirts. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> but uh, they would probably pay for that retro look pretty good. That, that, they would. It's oh, a yeah. good idea, Jimmy, Pat. I'm going to call Chris I, I've after kept this. That, I've kept that in the back of my mind. Okay. And, and, You're not and blowing that, smoke at me, no, are you? No, no. The FLW Championship might be a good de- deal to break that out. Dude, it would be might phenomenal. Be. But – now, let me tell you, it's really, really difficult to qualify for this event that they're having sure. here. Sure. Yes. Uh, you know, we had 186 or 187 players this year at the top level. Uh, only the top 35 or 40 qualify. And as you look at the Bass Elite, they have 107 players and 40 qualify. So uh, you only got to beat about 67 players over here. You have to beat uh, 147 players to qualify. So it's really difficult. The guys that make this tournament – have got something they can hang their hat on without a doubt. hundred percent. Tick, I've fished 15 or 20 Bassmaster Classics, and, and it's great. To, I mean, those are great, and it's wonderful to qualify for those. But uh, it's much more difficult just because of the numbers. There are tremendous, tremendous fishermen fishing here in, in FLW, just like there are 
on the Vaseline. Those 300 fishermen, when you look at those two organizations, are incredibly great fishermen. That's just, that's just all you can say about it. Yeah, man, 100%. Hey, can we talk uh, hair care products <laughs> for, for a minute? I, I don't have a hair care product well, sponsor, I, uh, but I, uh, I'm i always open to well, let, let suggestions. Me, let, me t- let me ask you this. Now, yes. when I'm driving in my bass boat, whenever I get, get – you ever see those little trolls that you put on the uh, dashboard? They got the hair yeah. that sticks straight up. Yeah. Well, after I'm done going 70 miles an hour in my bass boat, my hair sticks up like one of them trolls. <laughs> And every time I've Mine ever, does too. I, well, every time I ever seen a picture of you when you're you're coming back from the weigh-in or whatever, your hair's perfect. Well, Jimmy. I just comb it. I just take my hands and, and rub it all forward. I just comb it. it. Just I don't use a comb. I just use my hands. The and, finger comb. You know the one thing about it, if your hair is just all going forward all the time. Yeah, if you want to, you can turn around and run 70 mile an hour backwards. <laughs> right. It'd be perfect hair. Hair but, care tips yeah, from Jimmy go. Houston. There you go. Run 70 mile an hour backwards. <laughs> Don't try that at home, some folks. Of, some of my NASCAR buddies told me, told me the only difference in, because I, I told them I could be a NASCAR driver. You know, I've got really good friends like Tony Stewart, Martin Truex. That, that, uh, and I told them, I said, I can do your sport. Your sport is very easy. All you do is drive 180 to 200 mile an hour. And you make left turns, and that's all you do. I mean, that's the only thing you really need to know how to do. And uh, I said, I could do that. And uh, they said, yeah, but can you do it 200 mile an hour backwards? And they said, sometimes they have to drive a race car 200 mile an hour backwards. And I said, well, that makes it a little bit tougher. But I've noticed that when you are driving them 200 mile an hour backwards, you're tearing up a lot of sheet metal. Yes. So I'm not really convinced that they can drive them very shake well. Shake and bake, Jimmy yeah, Houston. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Yeah, yeah. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> yes, that's just that's it. You're not first, you're last. That's it. Uh, it's it's right there, Jimmy. You are a spinnerbait fisherman. We all know that. We just had a gentleman on. Uh, you might know him. His name's Hank Parker. He was on here before you. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah you, I, you know, you know. I mean, I know this is radio. He's and a you fisherman really too. It's his web show. You, yeah, Come on, you, quit you, calling you, it radio. You, you, you couldn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> I would try to find a kind word. <laughs> it's it's what, outdoor cartoon television. What, whatever it is, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. But uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I know, I I just want to put this out so people will know. You know, uh, I know it's difficult to believe, and you can't tell by looking at him. But Hank Parker is actually younger than I am. Is that true? It's true. I mean, true story. I just want to just that's not a true know. story you just made up. No, that's no, a true no, story. That's a true story. Hank's actually younger than I am. Wow. I know you can't tell by looking, but but, but he is. <laughs> no, that's, that, that. <laughs> so, Jimmy, my question He to used you. to make jokes. Hey, buddy. He used to make <laughs> jokes about my hair. Yeah. And uh, But lately, uh, either he's quit making hair jokes. It may be because his forehead is growing. Did you see that? It's getting larger. His wow. forehead is getting larger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hank's getting shorter, too. <laughs> Well, I don't know. He's getting shorter. He's still a pretty, pretty good sized boy. Hank, Hank's nice and slim and trim, though. I, he's looking good, yeah, man. I, I told him I saw that, saw that GoFundMe page he put up the other day to buy groceries. <laughs> I, him, I, said, I said, "Have you been on a diet?" He said, "No." Did you see my GoFundMe page? And I, and I so I donated. I donated to it. Yeah, Jimmy, uh, he's looking good. And he's pretty slim, slim and trim. That's Hank. That's old Slim Hank. <laughs> so there, there's the question to you is. You're a spinnerbait guy. Who, to you, in your eyes, is a better spinnerbait fisherman than you? Well, you know, it's it's difficult to 
you know, talk about whether one fisherman's better than another fisherman because, you know, it's just not, it's just the same as any other sport, golf or baseball or football or basketball or, or whatever, you know. Uh, as, as, uh, as fishermen get a little bit older and some of the guys are still playing the game, game at an older age like myself, like Gary Yamamoto, like Ricky Clun, like Paul Elias, you know, none of us are playing the game nearly as well as we did 20 or 30 years ago. And so you can't say that anyone says a better spinnerbait fisherman than, 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 than maybe I am or a better crankbait fisherman than Ricky Clun or a better crankbait fisherman than Paul Elias or, right. or, or, or a better uh, uh, soft plastic worm fisherman than, than Gary Yamamoto because we're talking about different times, different uh, fishermen, different age groups. So it, it's kind of like comparing, is there better home run hitters out there than, than, than Hank Aaron or is there, there better third baseman than Brooks Robinson? Uh, you know, because they're different eras and different times. They're, they're really, really good. There are some very excellent spinnerbait fishermen out there nowadays. You know, Kevin Van Dam yeah. probably is one mm-hmm. of the very best spinnerbait fishermen of all time. Uh, you, know, I, you know, some people would obviously say that I'm better than he is. Some people would say he's better than me. But, you know, and, and but there's a, you know, a 20, about a 20, a little bit over a 20-year age difference there. So uh, when you start looking at all that, it, it makes it a little bit different. And, uh, and uh, you know, the, the most of the, the – here's the deal, though, on the, the really good fishermen. And we just jump at like Roland Martin has got a great reputation of being an incredible – Incredibly great worm fisherman. Sure. And yet he goes out there and Six, fishes. seven, eight, nine, ten pounder. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, Six, seven, eight, nine, ten yeah, pounder. They grow. They grow. <laughs> they grow fast when he catches them. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, Roland fishes some of the uh, Bass Opens and FLW Coastal Tournaments at the second level down, and he has a hard time getting in the money where he would dominate those tournaments 20 or 30 years ago with a right. plastic worm. Sure. And, and, and that, are there guys out there, those guys he fishes against, are they better worm fishermen than he is now? Well, they probably are. Uh, but are they better than he was in his heyday? Well, that's debatable right there. But the thing about good fishermen, uh, and you can pick, we, we get we get deemed as being real experts on certain types of baits, and they say, oh, man, he's like the best crankbait fisherman. He's the best worm fisherman. Denny Brower they call the best flipping, the best jig fisherman for a long, long time. Sure. But the really, really good guys can do it all way, way above average. Mm-hmm. Like Denny Brower was an excellent spinnerbait fisherman, as is Ricky Clun. Sure he is. Kevin Van Dam's a great crankbait fisherman. You he know is. what I mean? And, and he's a great jig fisherman. He's a great plastic worm fisherman. All of the techniques. Now, there are things that everyone likes to do above everything else. Now, if I could just say, all right, I've got, I have the power of God. I can make the fish bite. Whatever bait I want them to bite today, I'd want them to be biting a spinnerbait. Right, and spinner Other bait, fishermen yeah. would maybe want them to be biting a worm or a topwater or a plastic bait, uh, a, a crankbait or a buzzbait or whatever. Preferences. Uh, a drop shot, yeah, whatever. But, uh, but, but, you know, the fact is that the good fishermen are good at everything. And they're Versatile. Way Versatility. Above, above well, that, it seems like they all are. It seems are. like they're all good they at are. everything now. Versatility. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You Do know, you still and, have a, a, a quarter ounce? Single, single Colorado copper blade chartreuse and blue skirt tied on all the time. Pretty much. Pretty much so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I throw more single spins than I do tandem. Still, uh, you know, I, I um, there are far more tandem blade spinner baits sold than there are uh, singles. There's far more willow leaf blades sold than there are round blades. But I still fish more. Round blade single spinner baits than any other configuration. There was a, I remember, and I tell you this story all the time. I was probably about ten years old. We were at an outdoor show in Chicago, 
I was actually working for Jim Bagley at that time. Okay, the late Jim. Great, great late, man. Yes, and you were doing a seminar, and, and you, you had me come out there, and you're like, Pat, watch this. And you took, and I remember, <laughs> you, you took that single blade, copper blade, chartreuse and blue spinner bait, and you put it right on my ear. Right on my ear. Lucky cast. I was <laughs> <laughs> Were you aiming for his ear? <laughs> Lucky cast. Lucky cast. You know what? I made my parents buy me like 40 of those spinner baits. So the job well done, Jimmy Houston. The job well done right there. Uh, well, you know, uh, we talk about baits a lot. Guys have been proficient at baits, and they're, they're, they're proficient at most all of them. But, you know, the casting ability is a big part of, of success in fishing. And, and the guys nowadays, uh, most of them, more of them pitch than anything else. They're dramatically accurate at it. We were over there uh, uh, doing some flipping in, at the uh, Bass Pro Shop. Uh, they had some uh, cornhole deals set up over there. Instead of throwing the corn bags in them, uh, we were uh, we were, we were uh, flipping jigs in them, and and uh, they were, it's, it's mostly for kids. You know, they're lined up over there doing it, and it's a great deal for the kids. And but I went over and picked up a rod, was flipping in in the hole there a few times, and and uh, and I heard somebody back there say, "Wow, he, he doesn't miss. He puts it in that hole every time." And and uh, and and the, the, this is what the really really good fishermen. All of them can do that. Yeah, I mean, they they all the they all cast that way the mechanics. mechanically, and 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 that's another thing that it is more difficult to do as you get older is to be mechanically as efficient as you were at a younger age. There's a lot of things that you can't do quite as well. The game is a mental sport, but it's a physical sport also. Sure, and uh, when standing for twelve hours a well, day is a big you, deal. You know, too. Your, your reflexes are not. I mean, it, it doesn't. You know, reflexes are not as good. It's like those baseball players. Yeah. Oh. When those baseball players start to get 35, 36 years old, their reflexes are not like they were when they were 32 or 31 or certainly 22, mm-hmm. 21. Uh, they still hit the baseball. They still play the game. Some of them at that age, very few. But, uh, but you're talking about, you know, like the, the only fisherman out there on the top level that's older than me, I guess, is Gary Yamamoto. And he just got me by a few months or maybe a year. Uh, wow. But, uh, but, 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 uh, and Gary Yamamoto is a great, great fisherman, but it is difficult to play the game at the top level. Uh, at, at you know, as you as you get older, there's no, there's no doubt about Here's it. Here's the and bottom it, line, and Jimmy. you can't play it as well. But the good thing about it is, if you catch a good string of fish two days, they're going to give you a ten thousand dollar check. That is at right. Least, you're at still least, playing the game. Least. You're yeah. still, and, and you're that, still that's playing. A, that's a good thing. And fishing is a game that some of these guys that are fishing out, some of these kids that are fishing this tournament out here, twenty five, twenty eight years old. If they want to be playing the game professionally 40 years from now, they can. They can. They can. They can. Yep. 100%. They, they, think, they think about that. And, you know, uh, we uh, were the – you know, I was the first tournament fisherman to fish uh, national tournaments for 50 years. I did that a couple, two or three years ago. I think it's 53 years now. Kevin Van Dad told me, he said, Jimmy, you don't ever have to worry about me breaking that re- record. I- I'll never fish uh, tournament fishing for 50 years. And he, and he probably won't. He, I mean, it takes a – I don't know what it takes. It takes a bite. I, I, I almost a said, maniac. <clears throat> that's it. You got the right word. I almost said committed, uh, but it probably takes somebody that should be committed. They probably want to take. enjoy uh, and, uh, being a truck driver. But you know, uh, you, there's two other guys out there that are uh, that are just committed like that, and I mentioned their names: uh, Gary Yamamoto and Roland Martin. That uh, Roland is 78 wow. and still fishing national tournaments now. Wow. He doesn't fish them at the top level. Uh, 
the tournament tour for FLW or the BASS Elite. But he does fish in the next next level down, which is still great fishermen. And many of the tournament tour guys and the Bass Elite guys fish those second-tier tournaments because they are good tournaments. They're big tournaments, 100%. Yep. very difficult to win tournaments, and uh, and some of the guys do fish them. And Roland does fish those. Gary Yamamoto does fish at the, ton- at the tournament tour level. He does. Sure does. Hey, Jimmy, uh, often on this show uh, we close with, with you singing your Jimmy Houston theme song. <laughs> but, yeah, right. We do. We do. We've done that before. That's where you've lost a lot of your viewers. No, but this time we're going to – can we do it together this time? Can we do a duet? Like – you got to realize I've been talking nonstop for. It's going to make days. it even more magical for me. <laughs> yeah, magical. Like, Are you ready? You you, you want? Let's let's. Ready? Yeah. Rising with the morning sun, got no work today. Might be up on the bayou, over in the ocean bay. Might be fishing in a mountain stream or a lake down in Tennessee. Might as well grab your fishing pole and come along with Jimmy and me. Yeah, yeah we nailed it, it right there. It Internet high five. We nailed it. We nailed it. That's how you do the Jimmy. And everybody is going, oh, yes. my wow. gosh. Wow. Absolutely oh. unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. They got the our, I Heart Jimmy. <laughs> Thank I y'all. Jimmy. Thank y'all, Pat. Y'all are always a lot of fun. Yeah. You're a hoot. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jimmy you, Houston pal. right there. Hey, I'm Pat Remick. Thank Ryan you. Popcorn Whitaker. Put the power Thank poles you. down. There's Thank more you. action from the 2018 <laughs> Forestwood that Cup. That fogged up my glasses. Coming up. <laughs> that fogged up my glasses. <laughs> that fogged up my glasses. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!